Hello and welcome to the EV Life Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Maharaj. Thanks for tuning in. If this is your first time joining us on the podcast, welcome. We have such a great episode planned for you today. I'll be talking to Christine Darbell, who's the Senior Director of Public Affairs for CAA National. And she's on to talk to us about CAA's EV Buyer's Guide. So Christine spearheaded the design and launch of this guide, and she'll be sharing what went into the development of it and really what it is. So it's a resource for people across Canada who are maybe curious about EVs and considering buying one for their next auto purchase. There are so many options out there and it can be a little bit overwhelming and there's still a lot of unknowns when it comes to buying an electric vehicle. So this guide is a great resource for people who are curious and considering purchasing one. So without further ado, welcome today's guest, Christine. Hi, Christine. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. So I really wanted to talk to you because I see CAA has an EV buyer's guide for Canadians, and I'm really interested in this. So First off, when did CAA put together this guide? Well, this was a a long process. It didn't happen overnight. We've been working on this for probably the past year, but it became public in uh, August of 2022. And uh, we've already seen, you know, close to 50,000 visits to the uh, EV guide. So we're really seeing some momentum now. Quite a lot. Yes. So why did CAA think it was important to put together this sort of guide for Canadians looking to buy an EV? Well, listen, the interest is clearly there. Mm -hmm. Seven in 10 Canadians intend to make their next vehicle purchase an electric vehicle. Oh, wow. Yeah, we knew that there was a lot of people who had this interest in wanting to make the switch to an electric vehicle. However, I mean, it used to be when I first started, you know, learning about electric vehicles almost 10 years ago, you know, you could probably Google the five makes and models on Canadian (laughs) roads. Now we have dozens, several dozens of EV models and makes. Um, So it can be a little bit daunting for someone who's ready to make that switch to be, you know, where do I start? What do I need to know? Um, An electric vehicle is just another car. But yes, there are a couple of other things that you to know before you buy an electric vehicle. And uh, CAA has, you know, been tracking electric vehicles again, like I said, for probably a decade now. Uh, So we felt that we had the information that we could be able to share that with uh, Canadians so that they can make an educated decision. I believe on your website, it says that there are currently over 90 EVs that are available on the Canadian market. So Mm -hmm. what factors go into determining which EV is recommended to a particular person? Yes. So part of the guide is we have this little tool, um, which is this EV finder tool. And the way that we go about it is we ask you roughly six questions just to help determine what kind of EV you're looking for, where are you located in Canada, what's your budget, what kind of driving habits, you know, are you driving mm-hmm. a lot during the day? Or are you just, are you like me? You're working from home because of uh, the mm-hmm. pandemic yeah. and you're, you're now working from home, but then maybe you do some long, um, you know, uh, long drives uh, over the weekend um, or you do a lot of errands on the weekend or something like that. So we, we ask you about six questions. Again, we're not going to ask every single detail of your life. We just want to vaguely get aware of your driving habits and your budget. And then um, through the magic of technology, uh, we spit out probably the top 
three um, EV models that best represent or best closely tie to your um, particular scenario. And then from those three, you can actually show more and we show you up to nine so that you can have a nice full example of some of the EVs that you might want to include in your research for an electric vehicle. So you're not you're not being overwhelmed, right? Because if you're showing up to nine, I mean, that's a lot more digestible than seeing 90 vehicles and trying to decipher which of those 90 is best for you. Yes. And every vehicle has, you know, a, a different, you know, range, has a different mm-hmm. body type, right? So we kind of want to cut the clutter for you and write, you know, you do you want a compact or do you want an SUV, right? Or what kind of budget? It used to be um, where EVs were, were, I mean, they're still quite expensive, but right. with the growing of the market, we have seen the prices drop in the last few years. So what is your budget? Is is it, you know, in the 30 to 40 thousands or, you know, are you headed for that luxury EV and you want something a little bit more expensive? Well, again, we're going to cut out the that clutter to make sure that the vehicle that you see is really what's going to fit with your needs. So there are similar questions really that you would probably ask yourself if you're buying a traditional ICE vehicle. I guess the most important one would be how far and how often you're driving, right? But other than that, yes. like your budget and the type of vehicle that you're interested in, those are typical questions you would probably be used to when looking for a car in general. Exactly. These are not far out questions. These are probably questions that you think about already when you're looking at a vehicle. Um, doesn't, you know, your driving habits do come into play whether or not you're buying an EV or an internal combustion engine, right? Understanding mm-hmm. how far you're going to drive, what the fuel efficiency of your vehicle. We all ask that. How much is this car going to cost me in gas, right? Right. So the same questions we're going to ask for EVs because with the EVs, they do have um, a range when it comes to the how far they can drive on um, on one charge. So we want to sort of figure out how long that is and then help you figure out which sort of EV um, you need. Are you more of a city driver? Maybe you don't need an EV that has so much um, range, uh, which might bring you in, into the lower ends of, of the budget. Or do you drive significantly driving to and from work and then you know maybe on the weekends you're constantly in the vehicle charting the kids around Mm -hmm. the hockey and all the different you know extracurricular activities well maybe you're going to need a little bit more range and then again we're going to help you figure out um you know what uh what types of vehicle would make sense for you well i did have some time to sort of play around with the tool and it is really cool I'm just curious, did CAA collaborate with dealerships or, you know, manufacturers on this guide? So we did not. We're actually working with a company called DeRosier, um, and they're Canada's top automotive automotive market research company. This really allowed the tool and CAA to be fully unbiased when it comes to the tool, right? We're not mm-hmm. suggesting one makeover or another. We're really just looking at your, you know, your particular needs for you and your family and, you know, um, giving you results uh, based off of that. So there is no, uh, we didn't do any collaborations with any any dealers or, or, or manufacturers. This is just pure, pure data that we get from a third party. And then that feeds into the results that you see. Yeah. And you kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier in our conversation, but you, um, you know, there is this general notion, I think, that EVs are less affordable than traditional ICE vehicles. But when I was sort of playing around with the tools, there were some models that I thought were affordable. So do you think there are affordable EVs out there? Are there currently EVs that, you know, the average Canadian can go out and purchase? without having to worry about breaking the bank? 
Yes, I do. I think, you know, the last couple of years, we've really seen some of those prices come down. That's been due to a whole bunch of different factors. Again, as the market grows, there's more competition that brings the price down. The cost of just batteries in general um, inside the electric vehicles, they're becoming um, uh, cheaper as well, which means the overall cost is coming down. So if you look at the cost of an EV in the last 10 years, we've seen a significant decline, which makes it a little bit more affordable for Canadians. But the The other thing to think about, and when looking at the cost of a vehicle, it's really, really important for people to look at the overall cost that Mm -hmm. goes beyond just the sticker price. So while some EVs might be a little bit more expensive at the dealership, maybe five to $10,000 more expensive at the dealership, their operating and ownership costs are significantly less. And just to give you an example, for the average you know, compact internal combustion engine, you're spending roughly $2,000 a year on gas. And that number is probably even higher with the increase in gas (laughs) prices that we've seen across the country, right? So imagine just completely removing that from your ownership cost, right? You no longer have to pay for gas. Yes, you do have to pay for the cost of electricity, but we're talking about on average, maybe three to $400 a year on on your electricity bill. So significantly different when it comes to sort of the fuel cost. Is that kind of the average um, for charging up EVs right now around a few hundred bucks a year? Yeah, that's that's a that's an average for, I would say, a compact um, uh, EV. Right. So you're probably paying a little bit more up front, but in the long run, you are saving on maintenance and fuel. Exactly. Now, CAA has another handy tool that you might be able to uh, use, which is called the driving cost calculator. Um, And that actually helps you compare the cost of your current um, internal combustion engine with a comparable EV. Um, In many cases, you're going to see that the EV, um, you're going to save um, probably at least a thousand dollars a year, if not more, because it's not just the you know saving money on gas, but you know maintenance is even less. There's a lot less right. moving parts when it comes to an EV. You don't have spark plugs and all that kind of stuff. You don't have an oil change that you have to worry yeah. about. <laughs> you know, yes, you still have tires. Yes, you still have brakes. There are part of the vehicle that's not going to change, um, but there's a lot of sort of maintenance aspects that just you know. Um, Uh, go away with the cost of an EV. So some experts actually say that with you know, um, the average EV, you can probably break even in in as little as five years. So oh, wow. yes, you might pay a little bit more upfront, mm-hmm. but you know, within five years, some EVs, depending on the vehicle that you're comparing it with, uh, you might be able to break even uh, um, a lot sooner than you think. So I didn't know that. Yeah. One thing to keep in mind is really just to to do those calculations and to play with all these different tools that are out there and figure out how much are you actually paying? How much are you actually Mm -hmm. spending money on your internal combustion engine today and you know can you save that money over the long term if you switch over to an ev so keeping the whole operating cost is really important but even just operating the cost aside like i said at the beginning um it is true that the overall cost of evs have come down if you're looking to buy an ev i think both of those tools are really handy where can our listeners find that tool so uh, very simple with the car cost one, it's caa.ca slash car costs. Um, and for the EV guide, it's evbuyersguide.caa.ca. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Before you leave, I have one last question for you. And it's something I ask most of our guests. 
And it's what are you most excited for when thinking about the future of transportation? Oh, there's a lot of exciting things that are are (laughs) up for um, in the future. I mean, just on this pure topic, the EV market growth and the evolving of um, the EV market is a very interesting um, topic to to look at. Whether you're interested in EVs or not, it is just fun to watch the market. I mean, we had the first EV pickup truck being introduced and the demand for that pickup truck was so huge. Oh, yeah. We know that in Alberta. <laughs> yeah, huge, you know, weightless. And while that's a little, that's creating a little bit of growing pains right now, and I know some frustration for people who are just like, finally, we have the EV pickup truck, but I can't even buy it. Right. I think it's a very, very neat and um, interesting indication on where our market's going to grow and evolve. So that I think is something really interesting to to watch, and also just the technologies and cars. In general, you know, EVs, but also just looking at the autonomous features in our vehicles over the next 10 to 20 years, I think the automotive and the transportation world is going to change significantly. So it's really exciting to be in a role where I get to watch that happen. Well, Christine, thank you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed our conversation. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to EV Life. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts so you always know when a new episode drops. We'll have a new episode on Monday with the Municipal Climate Change Action Center, which is a great organization putting businesses and organizations in touch with funding to get charging infrastructure on their property. And we'll also be talking to Charging Coast to Coast EV Tour, which was hosted by a company. They went on a Canada-wide road trip with an EV. So we'll be chatting with them to see what that experience was like. And that episode will be dropping on Monday. So talk to you then.